Our adventure guide likes to knock himself out cold while he's spinning his martial arts and nunchucks. Our guest today is one of my best friends in the world, Timothy McCormick. Aloha. From the sandy beaches of Hawaii comes a wave of God's love and the challenge to go deeper. Paddle out with us and experience the thrills of the radical plan God has for your life. It's Deep Adventure Radio with your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. Aloha and welcome to Deep Adventure Radio. Our guest today is Timothy McCormick. They say it's hard to find new old friends. Well, I have to say I actually do have what I would call several new old friends. But Timothy McCormick is actually an old friend. We go way back and we rediscovered each other here in the last year Timothy and I used to sell shoes together when we were going to college. Uh, we trained in martial arts, and we even roomed a little bit together, and we lost touch with each other. He was raised Southern Baptist, and uh, I was that Catholic, that's that unusual Catholic going to Southern Baptist University, Baylor University, and uh, we rediscovered ourselves through Facebook. And it turns out that Timothy has gone through a real change in his life. He really had stopped going to church and... One Sunday, what well, just kind of the thought came to him, I'm going to go to church this Sunday, and he didn't know where he should go, and he just thought, you know what, I think I'm going to go to the Catholic Church. And he just found just a great love for the faith and went through the RCIA classes and went through the process of becoming a Catholic convert. And then he was praying, Lord, show me what I can do. He had this great desire to serve God and just was waiting, Lord, where, where can I serve? What can I do? How can I... Uh, further the kingdom of God. And he ended up finding us on uh, my sister on Facebook and then finding me. And now he's the director of operations for this ministry. So we're excited to have Timothy with us for, for more than one reason. you know. And we all have this desire to serve the Lord. And even Jesus was called the suffering servant. Uh, we have this desire to serve God. But the Bible says, Jesus said, I won't call you servants anymore. For a servant doesn't know what the master is about. I will call you friends. Do you know that when we give our lives to the Lord, when we receive Jesus into our heart, that we receive the mind of Christ, that we have within us the ability to understand far beyond what just a regular rational being could understand because now we have the, the Holy Spirit within us opening up the mind of God, opening up the mind of Christ for us. You know, Jesus is the eternally begotten Son of the Father. Eternally begotten. There wasn't the Father and then the Son and then the Holy Spirit. God is three in one. Three persons in one. But he is called, he's referred to also in Scripture as the Logos, the Word of God, which is more than just the word, the word, the logos means the intention, the will, the spoken thought of God. Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father doing. I only say what I hear him saying. He is the logos. He is the thought. He is the intention of God. And by the way, everything God wills happens. And so Jesus it, by, through Jesus, all things came to be. In the beginning, John said, 
was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And through Him all things came to be. And nothing came to be except through Him. We want to make clear, though, that Jesus, although we say He is eternally begotten, He always, that's eternally. The Son always is, always was uh, with God, as well as the Holy Spirit. The great Arian heresy of the first cent- of the third century said that Jesus was the first thing that the Father created. No, the, Jesus is eternally begotten. He is not a created being at all. But through him, the Father, his will is, is done. And if we have the mind of Christ, then we know the Father. Our desire, our desire is to say, as Jesus said, not my will be done, but yours. As we say in the Our Father too, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is just an earthly vessel. We're created out of earth. We're not created at all. We're formed out of earth. But we are inspired. We have breathed into us at the moment of our conception this rational, spiritual soul that can desire and does desire and seeks out and can commune with God. You know, so many people mistake this desire for God with a mistake for drugs or drinking or pornography or relationships or 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 or, or something that they think will fill that that place in us that desires God. The word desire comes from the word the Latin word for star. We have to look up. We have to change the focus of our desire to heavenly things. So Timothy McCormick, you and I, we're all going to take this special journey about his his discovery of the faith and his role within our ministry. And we want to thank uh, our sponsor on it. You know, they provide you with a 10% discount when you go to our website and click on the link. And then they provide us with some funding for our ministry. So we'd like for you to at least check out their products. I've been using Alpha Brand. I've been on their, their Hall of Fame as a world champion surfer for many years. I use every one of their products. Uh, the sports supplements, I, I take Alpha Brain, which is great for cognitive en- enhancement. I use their melatonin when I travel and I can't uh, sleep very well. Uh, I, and th- also, we have great coffee. Plus, they have these this great new alternative type of training gear, battle ropes and kettlebells and maces. And and so, you know, on it is is just... They're amazing. They're the they're notorious within the MMA world. They're known to sponsor the best fighters there. So if you want to use a great uh, supplement to your normal health regimen, go to our website, deepadventure.com. This is Bear Wastick with Deep Adventure Radio. We'll be right back. Deep Adventure Radio, where the surf is always on. Deep Adventure Radio has challenged you to accept the wild adventure of God's will. Now, go even deeper with Bear's best-selling book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul. In story after story, Bear takes us along as he paddles deep, surfing alongside whales and dolphins and avoiding killer sharks. Bear shares his experiences of the ocean in an intimate and exciting way. We share in his pain, healing through God, and the joy of finding that deep, intimate relationship with him. As the story unfolds, you'll see how surfing has become the metaphor for the journey toward intimacy with God. Deep in the Wave, a surfing guide to the soul, will stir your own desire to go deeper into your faith. 
Order it today at deepadventure.com for your own faith journey or for someone who needs to go deeper. Deep in the Wave, a surfing guide to the soul by Bear Wozniak. Available at deepadventure.com. Now, back to Paradise and Deep Adventure Radio. Aloha and welcome to Deep Adventure Radio. I'm your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak, and today we have as our co-adventure guide, Timothy McCormick. It's kind of funny. So many people involved in our ministry have the name, the words MCC. We have Sean McLean, we have Justin McClellan, and we have Timothy McCormick. But Timothy and I go way back. It's, It's hard to find new old friends. We go way back in time, almost, uh, Almost uh, to almost to the dinosaur era, uh, we were friends. Uh, really, I think just out of high school and college, and we kind of lost each other. And then Timothy uh, found uh, found me on Facebook somehow, and when we we reconnected, we we began to compare our journeys. And just really amazing what God has done in Timothy's life. And now, uh, just before he met me, he was saying, "I want to." Uh, he was praying to God, "Please provide me." with a way to serve you. And so now Timothy is actually our operations director for Deep Adventure Ministries. So we're really glad to welcome to our show uh, our, my co-adventure guy, Timothy McCormick. Aloha, Timothy. Good morning, Bear. Thanks for having me, buddy. Hey, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, back in the day, we used to struggle to get up at this hour, the hour that we're recording this anyway. You know, we had, you know, <laughs> back in our college days. But I remember you used to get up early because you had a class at McClellan Community College. I think you were going to the community college at that point, and you were taking ROTC, and uh, you had, yeah. A, yeah, and you had an earlier class than our other best friend of our kind of triad, uh, Jerry Cohn, and he was taking the same class at at Baylor. And I understand that you kind of used to call him up every day with the answers to the quiz because they were identical. Oh yeah, well, pretty much. I mean. You know, Jerry. I mean, you got to you got to walk him through a little bit, uh, and uh, you know, thanks to uh, thanks to me, I have to take credit. Uh, the United States of America had a premium postal employee because of my works and 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 my mentorship, of Jerry. So. Well, Jerry is awesome. You know, he came to our Deep Adventure Quest retreat too, and we rediscovered him after thirty or forty years. And Jerry. Uh, you know, he really pretty smart guy. Went to Baylor. He graduated in three years, but he needed one more. I think he needed a one hour or two hour credit, so he opted in for ROTC. Here he is with long red hippie hair, wearing his hippie jeans and and blue shirt, and he's marching with the honor guard uh, out in the out in the. I, I would be walking from one class to another. I'd see him out there, kind of. I don't know what he was doing. I wouldn't call it marching. But I do know that the the person in charge of ROTC at Baylor was recruited and wanted him so bad to become an officer candidate because he got a perfect score on those weekly Friday morning quizzes. So, um, so uh, thanks to you, Tim. So, so now, now, okay, yeah. now here's here's another thing people need to know. Oh, go ahead, Tim. I, I was just going to say, you know, it's kind of ironic that uh, uh, you know, so far as the hair thing goes, he there would be no problem with that now. Right, because he doesn't have any. <laughs> that was shocking when I saw him for the first time. Like, well, what? Where's your what? <laughs> no more long, flowing red man. hair. 
Yeah, and now and then I remember you as being the great martial artist. You and I both got into Taekwondo, I think, and we right. both got into ninjutsu because we had both gone to the same drive-in movie watching Bruce Lee with his nunchucks. <laughs> exactly. And uh, and you're famous for being for actually using nunchucks uh, to knock someone out, which is quite amazing. Uh, that's true. That's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that was a uh, that was amazing. That was self defense and self offense at the same time, wasn't it? Yeah, and that that's probably the uh, you know one of the only cases uh, where uh, both of those were applied simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah, because as I recall, you were practicing your nunchucks, watching the evening weather, and uh, woke up flat on your face with a big welt right on the, on your forehead from where you hit yourself <laughs> with your own nunchuck, and you woke up during exactly Johnny right. Carson's monologue or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> that's exactly right. I, you know, it, uh, with, with the kind of schedule we had back then, you know, you went to school all day and then worked till 9 or 9.30 at night, and so uh, uh, there was limited time to to practice your martial arts and you know we were all going to become uh masters right eventually so you had to practice and uh so i used to do that at night um uh right after i ate you know watching news weather and all that stuff and then i usually started homework around uh the time that carson started so uh yeah i was standing there uh you know uh, working out and I remember seeing uh, one end of the thing coming right at my face, and then it was black. Well, you know, as I recall, I was really much better at martial arts than you. I think I was I was a yellow belt, and you were a white belt. So I was like a master compared to you. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. You were, yeah all, Kung fu master. Yeah, definitely the master. Yeah, yellow belt, man, all the way. But uh, I'm kind of famous for my driving skills. Uh, yeah, you know that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. But uh, uh, can can I tell that story? I don't think they're going to arrest me anymore. Okay. Uh, well, uh, yeah, we may want to. You may want to get a lawyer. Um, anyway, we uh, 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 we were going uh, over to your parents' house. You were dropping off your your Volkswagen Bug uh, for some reason. I don't even remember why now and uh, picking up your sister's car. It was a Volkswagen also, but it was a little cooler because, you know, she was the girl, right? She had the convertible um, and Volkswagen's version of automatic shift at that time where the car didn't have a clutch, but it still shifted, you know, anyway, automatically. So, But you, you, had, know, to move the, you had to move the knob around. Right, yeah, you still had to shift. It, it was really kind of an oddball thing. So um, on the way over there, um, I think, you know, your foot was a little heavy like it, you know, always was. I don't know if it still is. But uh, so as we were pulling into uh, the, the housing development where your parents live, uh, a cop, you know, picked you up, and he was about a block behind us and um, turned his light on and... So you you whipped into the housing development, and I expected you to pull over, and and you didn't, man. You took another sharp left, and then a sharp right, and then a sh and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, we're running from the cops, man. We're going to get arrested. So this went on for probably no more, maybe three or four minutes, I guess. And at one point, we were headed down one street, and as we passed a cross street, I looked over to my right, and I saw the cop going. 
one street over in the opposite direction. So I realized at that point that you had successfully evaded the police. And that was, at that point, it's like surviving death, you know. It, it, it's it, it's an adrenaline rush. So I thought we were about the coolest guys in town at that point. Well, we always were. <laughs> you know, there's nothing more refreshing than dodging a bullet. So, yeah. Yeah, well. yeah, exactly. Yeah, to, to wake you up and enjoy <laughs> life, you know. And then, but I don't know if you remember, but there, there was a second bullet to dodge in this story. Um, after we picked the car up, um, as we were leaving your parents' house... In a different you know, car. Were, yeah, yeah, in your sister's car. We were... Uh, there again, you were used to driving a standard. So, you know, you, you revved it up, and we took off down the street, and when it came time to shift into second, uh, your foot automatically hits the brake instead of a clutch, and we, we literally almost both went through the windshield. <laughs> Yeah, and we don't want to hurt the windshield with our foreheads. Uh, no, that would be bad. Because you'd have been in trouble then, you know. So, And so we decided but, it, it was best, you know, at some point we just kind of faded away, you know, back in those days you didn't have Facebook. I kept thinking, when are they going to invent Facebook? But they hadn't invented it yet. And then finally they did, and we and we found each other again. Or you found my sister, I think the sister that had that car, I'm not sure. And uh, and lo and behold, it was just really great catching up with you and to, to see the journey that that you were that you uh, had gone through. Uh, you remember me uh, at that time? I was a bit of. I think they used to call us Jesus freaks. I was a hippie, long hair, long beard, but just really uh, had been baptized in the Holy Spirit and the Catholic Charismatic Renewal. And I was just, you know, so turned on to Jesus. And you were kind of looking at me with these perplexed look on your face sometimes. I mean, you were a Christian, yeah, yeah. but yeah. So can you can we kind of uh, roll forward? Uh, kind of what you and I did. Um, when we first talked, uh, you know, we met each other, and you had said, you know, I, you'd given your, you'd rededicated your life to the Lord, and you were asking God to, to uh, place you in a place of service, and uh, you were not ready for what God had in store for you when you uh, signed up to be our di- director of operations. But can you go back and, and and talk story with us about kind of that journey that you went on those those years that you and I, uh, our relationship was on a hiatus? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as, as you well know, um, I, uh, I was, uh, grew up in a, in a Christian home, a, a Southern Baptist home, a devout Southern Baptist home. Um, and, uh, you know, as we've talked about many times, my, uh, my great grandfather, uh, was a, a Baptist minister. And, um, I had, uh, really two incredible, uh, Christian parents and, um, you know, I, I grew up uh, almost at church more than I was at home. That's kind of the way it was when you were uh, a good Baptist family back in those days. And so, um, you know, by the time you and I met in college, um, you know, I was a strong Christian. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, there were, there were questions and uneasiness even beginning to arise in me, uh, at that point, I think. Um, and there were a lot of questions that, uh, uh, I had uh, problems finding answers to, um, and uh, y- you know, as as much as uh, as much as I love the the Baptist faith, uh, the, I think the difficulties I found were that um, you know I could I could go talk to one minister about 
an issue and, and get his his answer and then go if you talk to someone else you could, you would get a different answer and and so it became more confusing to me um, I um, you know I went on completed my education and uh, uh, you know went into my career and uh, got married and uh, had a had a son, and unfortunately had a divorce, and ended up with custody of my son. Uh, when I was uh, at the time, I was probably I don't know twenty nine, thirty years old, something like that. And so, uh, my son and I kind of began the rest of the journey at that point. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, 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 you know, uh, the uh, the entire time, I would say, uh, without a doubt, I knew I was a Christian. I knew I loved the Lord. Uh, I, I had. A, a personal relationship with Jesus, but it wasn't where it ought to be. And uh, as time went on and and I remarried, um, you know, I began to, I guess, fall away from the church. I don't think I ever lost my faith, but uh, I lost my way. And, uh, I, you know, I think uh, my now current wife uh, was sort of in the same boat. She was cradle Catholic. Um, from, um, you know, a good Irish Catholic family. And um, uh, I, I fit in rather well there with my heritage as well. And, and you know, the only the only negative caveat being was, oh, my gosh, this kid's a Baptist. How can that even be? You know, he's, he's, his mom's Irish, his dad's Irish. They go all the way back. How, how can he not be Catholic, right? <laughs> so, right. But, you know, I had a, a, my in-laws were great people, and... Um, you know, I love them a lot, and we, we had a great relationship. But, uh, um, you know, it's some, one day I remember I was out in the backyard on a Sunday morning with my wife, and, uh, you know, we were having coffee, and um, I don't remember. It was either she or she looked at me or I looked at her and said, uh, you know, we, we've got to go back to church. And um, there was mutual agreement there, and it, it sort of initiated a conversation of where do we go, you know? And she said, I just don't, you know, I just feel like there's something missing when, um, you, you know, when I go to a Baptist service. I, I know the Lord's there, and and everything is, is there that ought to be there, but I, I just feel like something's not there. So um, I thought, you know, we uh, we need to go to RCIA is what I threw out there. Well, what's RCIA? My, Why don't you tell us what RCIA is? RCIA, yeah, uh, for for those that don't know, is uh, the right of Christian initiation of adults. Um, it's it's actually an ancient right uh, that goes all the way back to the first century to the early church, and it was a process whereby the the new church brought in uh, new members. Um, and and there was a time of delineation, you know, because there, there, at the time there was uh, there was a danger that the the Roman government sent in spies and that kind of stuff, and so there was a period of time there and study and prayer and reflection that you went through where the church said, okay, this person, this guy's good, and where the person said, this is where I want to be. Yeah, it was a two um, to three year catechism. And uh, in yeah. the late 1800s, uh, a monk uh, discovered in the ancient manuscripts in a monastery the Didache, which is uh, which was the catechism uh, that was used even during the time while the apostles were alive, that taught them the basics of the faith, and then also 
Now, the other part taught them the, 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 the nature of worship, you know, the, the way the Mass was structured. And so they would go through two and three years. So a lot of people complain that if they want to join the church, they, they have to take like a six-month uh, course. Uh, well, at least that's better than going through two or, three, two or three years. And during that time, before they were baptized, when they would go to Mass, which is the same as we have now, when they would go to Mass, they would be there for the reading of the Word, but then be excused uh, so that they weren't there during the celebration of the Eucharist because only those who were baptized, catechized and baptized, were allowed to receive communion. And that's what happens now at Mass. Anyone could come and stay at Mass the whole time. But if you're going through the RCIA, didn't they do that with you where you're excused uh, halfway through the Mass and you go to your class? Yes. And they're not just excused. You are prayed over before you go. It's very special. Yeah. Yeah, Well, we're talking to my good friend Timothy McCormick. Uh, and I mean, he's a good old friend. He's he's a, a good old friend. We've been friends for a long time, but he's a great friend now because he's so important in our ministry. We'll be right back with more Deep Adventure Radio. Deep Adventure Radio, going deeper into the heart of God. EWTN is now on Twitter. Get short, timely messages from EWTN on your computer or cell phone. It's easy to stay up to date on a wide variety of topics. Pro-life news, Vatican announcements, catechesis, apologetics, the latest EWTN programming, and more. You can link to EWTN on Twitter from our homepage or go to twitter.com slash EWTN. At work, at home, at school, and on the road, stay connected to your world with EWTN's Twitter page. You're listening to Deep Adventure Radio with Bear Wozniak, the boldest hour of radio in the history of the world. Be courageous and take your relationship with God to the next level. Check out our website at deepadventure.com. You can sign up for fellow Adventurer Bear's weekly email. Go deeper in faith with Deep Virtue Blog. Order Bear's book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul. And follow Bear as he takes you on a radical adventure through calm tides, monster waves, and the powerful presence of God. At deepadventure.com, you can journey with Bear on his travels, find out how to bring him to your parish or men's conference, and accept the challenge of an intimate relationship with God. Tackle the deepest part of yourself by signing up for our Deep Adventure Quest retreats. The most radical thing you can do is abandon yourself to the wild adventure of God's will. Find out more at deepadventure.com. For a complete list of the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network AM and FM stations across America, go to EWTN.com, look for the radio pull-down menu, and select AM FM stations. The list is updated regularly, so visit often. Again, go to EWTN.com, look for the radio pull-down menu, and select AM FM stations. Also at EWTN.com, you'll find out how to listen to us on the web, on shortwave, and in some countries on satellite. You'll find it all on EWTN.com. Deep Virtue with Bear Wozniak. Aloha, this is Bear Wozniak with DeepAdventure.com with this week's Deep Virtue segment. When I was a young boy, I remember my first time stepping into the ocean and my six foot four father standing next to me and saying, Son, don't ever turn your back on the ocean. Be alert, look out to sea, because that's where trouble will come from. A wave or a surfboard may hit you. First Peter says, Be on the alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking to devour. You realize you have an enemy? Man, do you realize there is a roaring lion seeking to devour your family? 
Over Father's Day, there were a lot of fathers out in the water playing with their children. And I see this a lot, where the fathers are really lost that sense of knowing how to protect their child. They'll be out in the water where the surfers are, with their back to the ocean, clueless that there could be a potential hazard for their family. And I'll go up to them and I'll go, I know you really want to watch out for your children. You should, be, you should never turn your back on the ocean. And you may want to move your children over there, away from where the surfers are, because there's a lot of beginners out here. They could get hurt. It actually kind of makes me a little bit, I'm going to say it to be honest with you, it makes me a little bit angry that these men are not protecting their families. They're not alert at all to the potential danger of a surfboard that can shoot uh, like a missile. And I'm thinking about the fiery darts of the enemy that the enemy has aimed at your family. Be on the alert. Be sober. The most important thing you can do is to pray for your family. I pray a decade of the rosary every day for each child in my family, for my wife. Pray for your children. Be on the alert. This is Bear Wozniak from DeepAdventure.com with Deep Virtue. Deep Virtue with Bear Wozniak. Find out more at DeepAdventure.com. Back to Deep Adventure Radio with Bear Wozniak. Suffering in paradise for you. Aloha. Welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. I've got my great friend, Tim McCormick. Friends since college. We kind of lost track of each other. The Holy Spirit brought us back together. He's now a key part of our ministry. He's the director of operations. He has been a great help with us for retreat work that we do and also in uh, helping us develop a TV series called Deep Adventure based upon the lives of three young men who attended one of our Deep Adventure retreats. So uh, we're glad to have you back, Timothy. Aloha. Thanks. Thanks, Bear. Great to be here, buddy. Hey, you guys. All around me this week, it seems like no matter where I turn, there's a big truck outside the studio uh, dumping, uh, picking up debris, or there's a tile grinder, grinder in another office, or there's someone yesterday, they were busting down walls, try, almost like they're going to come through my, my, my house uh, next door. So you guys, uh, there's construction, or I would say reconstruction going on all around us. And I finally realized... You know, if you hear some of that noise in the background, I don't think you will. But if you do, just let it be a reminder that that's what we are all about here on Deep Adventure Radio. We are all about reconstructing, letting the Holy Spirit knock down those walls that separate us from him and, and to rebuild within us uh, a, a life that uh, is pleasing to God and a life that is actually very pleasing to us, too. And so we've been talking with my friend Tim McCormick about his journey. He's, he was raised a Southern Baptist, very... Um, a uh, strong Baptist family and loves the Baptist Baptist faith. Um, but being Irish and marrying an Irish Catholic, um, at one point in his life, he decided he wanted to look into the Catholic Church, and he started attending RCIA, the Rite of... Well, how do you, what does the RCIA stand for again? It's the uh, Rite of Christian Initiation of Adults. That's pretty fancy words. And so, uh, and so Tim, uh, tell us what you began to discover when you went to those classes. Yeah, you know, it's kind of kind of interesting, Bear. Really, um, my my logic at the time for suggesting that was uh, that uh, my wife, really, even though she was uh, a cradle Catholic, didn't know a lot about her own faith. Um, you know, when I would ask her questions, uh, she would say, "Gosh, you know, I don't know. You know, maybe you could ask my dad about that. You know, I, I don't really know." So I was thinking. 
Well, you know, we can we can both go to RCIA because, uh, you know, she'd be a little hesitant to go by herself, and, and I, I felt like that, uh, and and believe very firmly that that you know when when you're a, a husband and father, you know you're the leader of your house and you're supposed to lead. So I thought, okay, I'm going to take my wife to RCIA, and um, you know I was uh, I'm intellectually curious about the church. I've 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 always had I've always been drawn to the Catholic Church, even a kid. Even when I would see a priest, um, there was something about it, you know. Uh, and and I had a fascination with the Catholic Church, and I and and really didn't understand it, but didn't really think there was any, certainly nothing wrong with it. So I thought, you know, I get to learn about Catholic doctrine, and uh, my wife gets to learn about her faith, and uh, so overall, it'll be a good thing. And you know, the the thing is, like, uh, when you're a Protestant bear, I don't know if you know this or not, but, you know, I think a, a lot of folks out there would agree with me. Um, there's uh, sort of this saying out there that, you know, God doesn't care where you go to church as long as you show up, right? So uh, that's kind of what I thought. I can go I can go to, Catholic, to the Catholic Mass with my wife. I mean, I'm still going to church, right? And so, anyway, it seemed like a great idea at the time. So... Uh, we start at RCIA <clears throat> together, and, um, you know, after, I guess, about a month, um, you know, my wife decided, you know, for whatever reason, she she probably didn't need or want to go anymore, and I thought, well, that's kind of... But by that time, you know, I was already hooked. I was intrigued, and, um, you know, there's no doubt at that point that uh, the Holy Spirit was, was moving in this tremendously uh, strong, mighty way in in my heart. Um, and, uh, you know, he had his hook in me, and he was reeling me in at that point. Um, so, uh, you know, our, our RCI uh, process is just about a year, um, uh, probably 11 months, something like that. And, uh, I, you know, I rarely, rarely ever missed uh, a session and uh, just became on fire um and it was um well what what were the it, things it was just that, the greatest thing but what were the what were the what were the two or three th- main things if you can think of them that really just gave you traction and caught your heart uh, well i i think what uh, you know that's that's an easy question to answer and and I, i've answered it uh, quite a quite a bit um you know, the, one thing was that for the first time in my life, there was um, um, an answer to my questions that were based on Scripture and based on reason. And uh, that is something I never understood until that time that what I was what I was searching for were these answers that were based in reason. Um, you know, I, with, uh, you know, my nature, my job, everything else, I'm an analyst, right? And I work off data and I don't work off feelings and opinions and, and things. I, I, I just can't stand on that, you know, but, but, uh, you can on solid information and, and solid doctrine that's based on reason, based on history and based on scripture. Well, give and, us one example, Tim. Um, 
I mean, I agree with you. Fidei Eratio, faith and reason. Uh, Thomas Aquinas right. said, truth is truth, and uh, and a, a truth, uh, a philosophical truth or scientific truth will not conflict theological truth, uh, because truth is truth. And even Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The truth is the logos. The truth is, is, is actually uh, one of the names we give for God. And so... Uh, I agree with you. Reason. God gave us a rational soul for a, 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 for a reason. I hate to say that he gave us reasoning ability for a reason, but I guess that's what I'm saying. But what was uh, one thing in particular that uh, was answered for you? Um, well, I, you know, I, I guess I sort of went blank here while you were talking. I was, I was formulating my answer to your question. And, and, well, and people, people do that a lot when I talk to him. That's no... That's no problem. Well, for example, what about the doctrine of uh, once saved, always saved? Did that was that ever a concern for you? That was. Uh, thank you for that, because uh, uh, for for those of you listening, uh, Bear is is uh, limping me along here because he knows the answer to that question. Uh, yeah, that see that that was always the big one to me because it didn't make any sense to me that um, uh, that. Because you uh, you were willing to say that I acknowledge that Jesus is the Son of God, that He died for my sins and rose again on the third day, I believe that I accept that. Well, here's the thing, that, Tim. We got we got to come right back with your answer. In other words, oh, okay. you you punching a ticket and getting a free ticket to heaven that didn't quite set with you. Uh, we're going to be right back with my great friend Timothy McCormick. This is Bear Wozniak with Deep Adventure Radio. Deep Adventure Radio, going deeper into the heart of God. A Prayer for Government, composed by Archbishop John Carroll in 1791. We pray you, O God of might, wisdom, and justice, through whom authority is rightly administered, laws are enacted, and judgment decreed. Assist with your Holy Spirit of counsel and fortitude the President of these United States, that his administration may be conducted in righteousness and be eminently useful to your people over whom he presides. By encouraging due respect for virtue and religion, by a faithful execution of the laws in justice and mercy, and by restraining vice and immorality. Let the light of your divine wisdom direct the deliberations of Congress and shine forth in all the proceedings and laws framed for our rule and government, so that they may tend to the preservation of peace, the promotion of national happiness, the increase of industry, sobriety, and useful knowledge, and may perpetuate to us the blessing of equal liberty. We recommend likewise to your unbounded mercy all our fellow citizens throughout the United States, that we may be blessed in the knowledge and sanctified in the observance of your most holy law, that we may be preserved in union and in that peace which the world cannot give, and after enjoying the blessings of this life, be admitted to those which are eternal. Amen. A little over a year ago, we made a promise to provide global coverage of the news from a Catholic point of view. Since then, we've kept that promise. From our ever-growing presence at the White House and on Capitol Hill, to our daily reports at the Vatican, we continue to find stories of faith and hope. 
and cover tragedy and human suffering with empathy and compassion. Tackling the topics others don't. Asking the questions other networks won't. We're with Pope Francis as he travels the world and every step of the way at home. We don't just broadcast the news five nights a week. We deliver the truth. EWTN News Nightly. Watch it every weeknight at 6 Eastern on EWTN or listen to an encore broadcast at 9 Eastern right here on EWTN Radio. EWTN News Nightly. Global coverage. Catholic perspective. This is Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, and you're listening to Deep Adventure Radio with the one and only Bear Watsnick. Deep Adventure Radio has challenged you to accept the wild adventure of God's will. Now, go even deeper with Bear's best-selling book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul. In story after story, Bear takes us along as he paddles deep, surfing alongside whales and dolphins and avoiding killer sharks. Bear shares his experiences of the ocean in an intimate and exciting way. We share in his pain, healing through God, and the joy of finding that deep, intimate relationship with Him. As the story unfolds, you'll see how surfing has become the metaphor for the journey toward intimacy with God. Deep in the Wave, a surfing guide to the soul, will stir your own desire to go deeper into your faith. Order it today at deepadventure.com for your own faith journey or for someone who needs to go deeper. Deep in the Wave, a surfing guide to the soul by Bear Wozniak. Available at deepadventure.com. Check out EWTN's official YouTube channel. Just follow the link on our homepage at EWTN.com or go to YouTube.com slash EWTN. Watch EWTN's live shows or today's homily from the Daily Mass. Click the upload button to see our most recent clips. You can also find all of EWTN YouTube content by clicking the playlist button. It's all on the official EWTN YouTube channel at youtube.com slash EWTN. Visit today. Wax up your boards. Let's paddle in for another wave of Deep Adventure Radio. Aloha and welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. My co-adventure guide today is my longtime friend Timothy McCormick. He's the director of operations for Deep Adventure Ministry. Uh, he was raised Southern Baptist, loves the Baptist church, the Baptist faith, but uh, went on a journey towards intimacy with God and found himself uh, seeking out answers uh, within the Catholic church. He's a research analyst, and so he likes to have, um, he, he wants to have data, he wants to have facts, he wants to be able to understand the faith rationally and not just accept it on, on pure dogma. And so one of the questions you had was, uh, what we would call uh, the solo fide, uh, the sola fide uh, heresy. What was it? What was it that brought you? Where did? You, how did you come to f- figure that out? Um, well, it you know the, I, I think the uh, the the big uh, caveat or or sort of circular logic within uh, within my belief system prior to this was that um, you know that you're you're saved by grace. Okay, and and that's that's essentially uh, where most uh, most of our, our Protestant brothers hang their hat. And and, and and we of course Catholics we believe that too, but sure. there's more yeah, to it. Absolutely. But that that's not where the sentence ends with us. Right, it's not where it ends exactly. 
you know, because they're, they're uh, you know, Christ himself also said that, you know, essentially to paraphrase him, Satan knows who I am. He knows me, and he knows who I am, but he's, you know, he's still Satan, right? So to, it's not enough to say, I recognize who you are, Christ, and, and stop there and, and to say from then on, the way I live my life uh, is, I, I, you know, I'm saved through Christ's grace, and he knows my heart, and, you know, he knows I'm human, and uh, so that's where I'm going to leave it. Yeah, you know, James um, said, you know, you, you do well. You, you say you express your faith in Christ. Well, so do demons. They believe in God, exactly. too. You know? And so something more is required in our response to God's grace. And what, what, did, you, right. what did you discover? Well, uh, you know, I think that when the light turned on, um, uh, it, it really sort of blew me away. There, there was, a, you know, there was this uh, come-to-Jesus moment there, literally, where um, somehow, the, you know, the, the Holy Spirit opened my mind and he broadened my ability <clears throat> to, to understand the fullness of the Scripture. And for the first time in my life, I understood that, you know, from, from Genesis all the way through, to the cross, it all led there. It was all tied together. Uh, it's not, there's not an, there is an Old Testament and a New Testament, only by the way we separate those writings. But it, it is, it is all one story, and that story began in Genesis, and it ended on the cross. And everything between there was headed to the cross. And it, 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 brought me to my knees literally one day when when I understood it for the first time and to be able to understand it to comprehend it and to fully accept it um, was was a point where I knew I was Catholic and I knew that I had been searching for that my entire life and never even knew it so the Lord opened up to you you know Augustine said if you just make a decision based on emotion then that's not faith at all you need to. God gave you a rational mind for a reason, and you need exactly. to be able to reason through it. And you know, we believe, uh, as James said, it's not by faith alone that the only place where the word fide, uh, faith alone, is is in scriptures, where it says it is not by faith alone that we are saved, but by works also. What that means is that we want to live the prayer that Jesus prayed before his passion, Lord. Uh, not my will, but your will be done. We want to live the word that Jesus taught us to pray in the Our Father. Our, you know, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, we're just his earthen vessels. And so uh, Jesus said, you will know them by their fruit. You will not. It's, he didn't say you'll know them because they walked up one time and accepted me as Savior and Lord at a, at a, at a you know, rally. You will know them by their fruit. And so, so many of our um, Protestant brothers and sisters will say, you know, once saved, always saved. And then you'll say, well, what about the guy who, you know, says he's a Christian and goes, uh, does some horrible, horrible crime? And they go, well, he obviously was never saved in the first place. So that's their kind of way around that. But the scriptures are very clear that many people have shipwrecked their faith, the Bible has said. It says that those who endure to the end shall be saved. Uh, on and on and on, it says we work out our, 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 our salvation with fear and trembling. We know that it was only by the work on the cross. We know that it's only by our faith in Jesus uh, in our cooperation with His grace that we are saved. But you know what? The key thing is that where we spend eternity is 
percent under our control. It is not because we said, oh, yes, I accept Jesus as my Christ and Savior. Is does, does the evidence of that, uh, do we work out in our lives what he's worked into us uh, through his grace? And so, you know, we, we can we can choose heaven or we can or we can choose hell, but there's definitely a decision and it's 100 percent up to us. And so part of your response to that, Tim, when you uh, when you were, you know, confirmed in the Catholic Church was you wanted to serve the Lord. And now we just have a few minutes left and you prayed and asked God to show you a way. Well, one of those ways was when you're, you're working with us on our ministry. Tell us what you what your uh, what your thoughts are, what you're, um, I guess, excited about with Deep Adventure. Um. Well, when you know when you and I came uh, came across each other again and, and began to talk, um, that was another another instance where uh, it uh, it became really obvious to me that uh, the Lord had been in charge of of that journey uh, back to each other. Uh, as you talked to me about your ministry, um, I, I got I just you know inside the the excitement was growing. And everything you were saying, I was going, yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly the way I feel. That's exactly the way I feel. Um, you know, and and we talked at length about, uh, you know, your your outreach to to men, uh, you know, to young men, uh, to to you know all men of faith, uh, to be uh, to to be better fathers, uh, to be you know better sons, to be better citizens, husbands. Um, and that uh, how that has has been lost probably in the last two to three decades in, in American culture, um, and uh, you know it it had been laid heavily on my heart, uh, you know, just through a lot of instances within my own personal life that occurred that that there was such a deep need for that. So that's really what drew me into your ministry. Um, well, it's our ministry. It's our ministry. That's for sure. Our ministry. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah, and uh, uh, you know that's that's what's kept me there uh, ever since. And uh, you know, I can say that, and, and I've said this to you many times that uh, you know I don't feel like uh, uh, I do uh, near enough uh, to to help uh, to help our ministry go where it needs to go. But we're doing a lot. We're doing all really we can. Proud. I mean, we both have uh, we're both tent makers. We're both like Paul. We both have our our real-life jobs. Uh, we've been talking with my good t- friend, Timothy McCormick. He's a Catholic convert. He's the director of operations for Deep Adventure Ministries. Uh, you can go to our website, deepadventure.com, and subscribe to our newsletter. We'd love you have to be part of our ministry. Uh, this is Bear Wozniak. I've been your adventure guide. We'll be right back with more Deep Adventure Radio. This is Jason Jones, producer of Bella and Other Great Movies, asking you to buy my movies. What? Oh, I'm sorry. This is Jason Jones, producer of Bella, asking you to listen to Deep Adventure with Beer Wozniak. Surf's Up, real and radical ways to live your faith. This is Daniel Laboon Markham at DanielMarkham.com with this week's episode of Surf's Up. Fisher Men. The Columbia River Bar, where the mighty Columbia meets the massive Pacific, is no place for wimps to work. There's hundreds of sobering reasons, 200 shipwrecks to be exact, the reason it is aptly called the Graveyard of the Pacific. Here the force of the drainage of the Columbia River Basin pours around 17 million gallons of water per second, sometimes at over 8 knots, ramming into 10 to 40 foot incoming ocean swells, the collision creating a mass of breakers, gives a new meaning to surf's up. 
My great-grandfather was one of the pioneering fishermen who came to Ilwaco, Washington to strike it rich on salmon in the 1870s, a time when ships were made of wood and men of iron. My ancestors faced this very water in 20- to 30-foot sailboats, not unlike those on the Sea of Galilee. It's no wonder that Jesus chose commercial fishermen as four of the twelve apostles. Hardy souls, these men, men of perseverance, willing to take risks, to face death, and then go at it again. As you may recall, the fishermen brothers James and John were called the Sons of Thunder by Jesus. Having worked on fishing boats and in canneries, I know a little something about fishermen who thunder. Colorful language with raw emotion and the sheer force of will. Do you understand the Apostle Peter a little better now? You may not be a burly man like Peter, but you can be a man of God like him, standing up for what's right, even in the face of great opposition. It's time for men of the church to be men of rightness, nobility, and virtue, relying on God's support while pushing upstream with God's truth as the flow of culture is going downstream against what is right and true and just and good. Be a fisher man. Get on board and grab an oar. This is Daniel Boone Markham at DanielMarkham.com on a journey a few miles this side of heaven. Surf's up. Go deep or go home. Now, back to Paradise and Deep Adventure Radio. Aloha and welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. This is your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. It was great having Timothy McCormick with us. We want to invite you to go to our website, deepadventure.com. For the next four weeks, people who go there and subscribe to our our social media that we send out, uh, we're going to put everybody into a uh, little basket and we're going to shake it around and we're going to choose someone to receive a free autographed book of my of my deep in the wave a surfing guide to the soul book also we're going to include anybody that goes to our our fan page deep adventure fan page and likes us there which means you also will receive our social media there and we want to thank you for your donations you can go to our website and and provide a donation or write to us and we can set you up on a monthly donation there's a way that you can contact us there just click on the contact us button and we want to thank you for using on it earth grown supplements they're our sponsor i've been on their hall of fame uh for years and i love their supplements. I take their Alpha Brain, which is cognitive enhancing nutrients. I use their Sports Shroom, which really helps me extend my workouts. I, you know, tend to work out at least a couple hours, and I know that that really helps get oxygen flow to my muscle and allow me to keep going. And they have so many other great nutrients. We want to thank you to go there. If you, we give you a 10% discount, and they provide funds for our ministry. Thank you for joining us. This is Bear Wozniak with Deep Adventure Radio. May the breath of the Holy Spirit aloha you. Aloha. This is Deep Adventure Radio. Here archived shows by Bear's book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul. And sign up for our Wave of the Week email at deepadventure.com. For the latest news on Bear and Deep Adventure, visit us on Facebook and share Deep Adventure with your friends. The most radical thing you can do in life is abandon yourself to the wild adventure of God's will. Deep Adventure Radio. 